Everybody, and welcome to Dice Three Pili, the Populi podcast with three of us. I'm Colin, and it's the fifth Wednesday of January. We definitely forgot that there were five Wednesdays in January, and and now it's Wednesday. Uh, I'm we're actually mad recording. Uh-huh. that you did not make an Inception joke there. The podcast within a podcast. It is. A, I listened to enough my brother, my brother, and me that to me that would just uh-huh. evoke Munch Squad, and this is not about the latest and greatest in brand eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially considering I'm getting texts from one friend about uh, making recipes and I just reheated leftovers. Feel like that would be ironically off-brand. What is on-brand, though, is a little state of the pod. Uh, Those of us that were available literally, I want to say, five hours before this comes out. uh, It's me and Chatter and Pat. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Uh, We put together a bullet list of stuff that we wanted to keep you apprised of because we've sort of been coasting. I don't mean that in a bad way, but we've been putting out regular content and we're coming to the end of Dicey Waters, a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, we have recorded up through episode 111, and it is it is endgame. It is very, very endgame. I know very much how it's gonna I'm, the choices that will be. I mean, available. we said we might have said it was endgame before, but now it actually is endgame. <laughs> yeah, I I real the new age, we'll talk about this a little bit. New age, I said, hey, let me take everything they've built and make a map and they can go nuts. That maybe was, I think. The right decision for a fun game, the wrong decision for time management, um, <laughs> because you guys did a lot of stuff, and I'm glad you did, but we are here to talk about what we're doing after Dicey Waters going forward. So Dicey Waters is going to conclude over the next several weeks. I imagine no more than three more episodes need to be recorded. I can't imagine more than three, unless I shouldn't change myself. Really, I was going to say, I we thought really you said go off that the like eight episodes ago. I I I did i thought getting to the cave would be a straight shot and then you guys Mm-mm. stopped at far point and blamed me for going to far point and i didn't i didn't think you were gonna go to far point so i had to i had to so anyways i i am going to do what i can to expedite things but after dicey waters the question has remained for a long time what are we gonna do long time ago and pat you can you can speak to this we had a whole concept yeah, I mean, I still think that concept is good and it could show up in the future, but... If we want to name drop that concept, uh, we had a concept I called mean, Miami it, Dice. Yeah, I mean, we've said it before, so I don't think it's any... I, have it's we? A I don't even know. I don't know, know if we've publicly said it. We've yeah. internally said it a lot. Mm-hmm. Huh. Literally like yeah, four years idea, ago, Josh and I drew up some art and then Pat was really hype about it. Go ahead. It was like part of when we were spitballing names for the podcast to begin mm-hmm. with is I yeah. came up with Miami Dice and I... I just like really, really wanted to roll with it because I think it would make for a really yeah. cool like setting where we're in a kind of futuristic sci-fi environment, a city that's similar to what the Miami of the of those times mm-hmm. would be. Like there's crime, drugs, all this ne'er do well stuff yeah, going know, like on, a, and then like a neo noir type of thing. 
thing, yeah. Right. And uh, Ryan did a bunch of world building for it, and we had, like, this whole outline. Of, like, a, a decent amount of work went into prepping Miami Dice, and then Dicey Waters just kind of kept growing and it becoming just went more on complicated. Too long. Right, yeah. yeah. We intended for Dicey Waters to be much shorter. We thought, I, and, I initially thought, like, a two-year thing, and we're at, yeah. like, two, we're at, like, four and a half. Right. So which, we kind of just, like, fell by the wayside of, well, we're not even close to finishing Dicey Waters now. No. Like, um, I mean, hypothetically, what I could have done is instead of giving you guys a whole adventure to go on i could have just like done an extra boss fight after chatter's campaign but yeah but there were so many uh, like loose ends to exactly tie up and, and, and we didn't want to stop telling the story of dicey waters either i agree yeah. and i think that no. that you guys each told stories that were so strong and like their own little bubble that i i really wanted to tie everything together and give it like an undergirded logic and miami dice would have had a lot more of that at the top but this is not an announcement of miami dice specifically that's not to say it won't happen, but after Dicey Waters, we're going to be entering a phase of sort of rotating seasonal ideas. Um, the framework that we agreed upon a little while ago was that uh, instead of a single campaign, we're going to give ourselves windows of time, either three or six months, you know, seasonal, 5W based and whatnot, uh, one or two seasons at a time, where we are exploring new and different systems or just ideas. So the first thing that we're going to be doing is uh, a three to six month window of one pagers and rules light RPGs and sort of approach them the way we did Dicey Waters in the beginning, where we're just going to record what we want to record. And the Oppenheimer thing that we did over the summer <laughs> is a good template for maybe how that's going to feel. Hopefully more cogent. That was literally like, hey, we have a half hour to kill until Pat gets here. Let's yeah, that was my yeah, bad. The... That's... <laughs> you burst something awful. <laughs> the, the Oppenheimer thing was uh, wild. Uh, very strange, but... It was. But it, it, but we it, also did it with Uncaged, like, back at the beginning yes. of the podcast, too. Yeah. yeah. And even Josh Josh reached out to me a few months ago saying he wouldn't mind coming back and doing some stuff. It's hard me, for me to find a place for Edmund in the story, but, like, right. well, I would love to get Josh back into some games. I haven't talked to him I in mean, a minute. I mean, you could have easily gotten him for Tony Lyons. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just I guess saying. I could I have I guess we could have had him come back and play Tony Lyons instead of have three people take then a crack you, at that character. You wouldn't have had to fucking talk to yourself so much. But how could I how could I deprive you of your single greatest joy across uh, this entire true. project? That is true. But the uh the first thing that we're gonna do is some one pages and rules light RPGs. I know Ryan has made some great inroads with his run DMG stuff with even the likes of Keith Baker. Uh and he has a lot of those things that he wants to try. Chowder. I do you want to talk at all about some of the ideas? is you've been banding about for this little enterprise? Yeah, I mean, uh, one thing I wanted to try out was this uh, RPG called... Uh Spine of Maternity. It's done in the Powered by the Apocalypse system. It's uh, relatively new and, and like, you know, still getting updated, but I, I think it'd be kind of fun to try out and, like, I even, like, uh, contacted the uh, creator creator of the game and asked if she wanted to guest on the podcast, and she uh, she's, she was pretty cool with it, so, you know, uh, uh, knock on wood, if everything goes well, maybe I'm excited for that episode, you know? Yeah, and the thing is, uh, the, the way that we initially recorded It Came in the Night back in the day was 
was I wasn't even present for that. You guys just um, recorded it all in like one or two sessions, and then we chopped it up into episodes. That became hard to sustain for a long form thing. But in these sort of shorter arcs, it might enable us to say we're just going to play for like three or four hours on a Saturday, and then that's a ton of episodes we can cut up instead of having it so regimented. So uh, it's going to allow us to be a little more flexible uh, to reduce some of the overhead on getting it done and explore new ideas. And 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 I'm I'm excited about it so that I have to think less about Dicey Waters <laughs> and I can think more about putting the thing together because I may have written like I wrote an outline most of the New Age years ago, um, but it's still a lot of juggling every time, you know, Matt's like, by the way, there's a floating casino, <laughs> which the music for that is, I think, the hardest I've gone for anything. And that was for one episode. So mm-hmm. excellent. Excellent. But that's the structure going forward is we're going to look at one pages. We're going to look at other systems that we've been talking about. And hey, if Miami Dice is a compelling enough idea, we could just do a, 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 little, a little bit of Miami Dice here and there. Give Pat the role-playing game of his dreams. This does lead us lead us to the idea of participation because we won't be obliged to play our characters we may not all be appearing in every episode and we may have new people appearing as chatter suggested um but i think we all having become much more responsible adults over the course of this project have run into issues with availability and Mm -hmm. you may have noticed in trent slipping behind here and there i'll have an update on that in a second but we are all going to be a little more flexible in terms of how we participate in the recordings themselves. Nobody, nobody in the cast has said, I'm done being part of the podcast, except Josh. Nobody else has has said that. Um, but Pat and Chatter, I don't know if you want to talk about what is, how you view participation in the podcast itself going forward, what might rope you in and what you might want to sit out or just what you'd like to see going forward. What would jazz you up? Uh, let's see. I mean, if you uh, want to think on it, I got know. stuff, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, personally, a lot has changed with our own situations. Like for, uh, I don't want to speak for Ryan, but his own personal pages on run DMG have really been taken off. He's been going to conferences and, and mm-hmm. cons and, and really networking. And that seems to be what motivates him. And he's doing a really good job at it. It's tough for him to fit that in. Plus also being a husband and like all of his personal life. I also got married over the course of this podcast being in my life so i have other responsibilities around the house and things like that it's just things that while the podcast is fun and i love playing games with my friends it is obviously secondary to my own personal life and and we just need to take time for that considering that the patreon funds the production of the show and literally nothing else right i mean we also don't do a great job of trying to market it uh, but that's again because we're all so busy yes. that nobody yes. has any more time to do really anything else. Mm-hmm. So we, th- in the process of having this be a, a step back in how much effort we have to put in, not only in planning, because planning out a campaign on its own is difficult, writing your own individual one shot in that campaign, but also trying to tell an overarching story together is not an easy task. It's not. So switching to these one pagers or these other systems that maybe have pre made campaigns that we can try out allows us some flexibility to still make content, still have fun with our friends, but not be so overwhelmed that this feels like a chore. And yeah. that is obviously something we never want this to be, because then it's just like, what's the point of even doing it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Chatter, did, did any ideas yeah, come to mind? It's fine if not. Yeah, I mean, uh, Pat covered most of it. Like, me at the moment, uh, I, I can still keep going at, like, what I'm uh, doing now, uh, maybe even a little bit more, but, uh, but like, you know, 
with, with but you know that that can always change and you know with other people it's like uh it, it offers a lot more flexibility if we can just like come in and out when we need instead of just being obligated every single episode yeah uh, because there look at the oppenheimer thing that is some of the most fun i've had and it happened to be because pat was not available if you flip that script and say hey pat says he's not going to be around what can we do that maybe might excite us more than him or if pat comes mm -hmm. back and says i have this baller idea can we please try this gives right. us the ability to say like oh i won't be there that day sorry i mean arguably we could do that with dicey waters and just do impressions of each other's characters but that that feels uh <laughs> That feels a little yeah, but, internally But imagine we make a one piece of Dice Popular, or Dicey Waters, rather, mm -hmm. and, like, we're all playing each other, and it's just, it's, it's, we, we have so many more, like, we have so much more flexibility. We haven't and one done of the a things, body swap episode. Right. <laughs> one of the things that I enjoy a lot is, like, improvisational stuff, and when you're trying to do a campaign, yes, there's obviously room for improv in D&D, like, it's encouraged to improv, and that's what a lot of the personal reactions to the campaign are, but but the campaign itself is not much improv unless you're Josh and then it's all improv jazz D&D yada yada I mean behind the scenes on the new age in particular only about half of what we've done was prepared a lot of mm -hmm. it was you know <laughs> Matt and Ryan did their stuff and then but like a lot of the but stuff even did that inside is the... more preparation yeah. than most improv it, in it improv is. you get a prompt and then that's it you just go yeah I mean and that and that's basically what Oppenheimer was and I'm not right. saying that the Floppenheimer is like the gold standard but there was something pure about it uh i my approach to editing is the approach mm -hmm. i want to use going forward just all in a way that'll let us focus on having the most fun right because i i'm very proud of dicey waters but it is bigger than we expected it to get and and it's it not only nice. It's not only the the freeformness that's going to help us out. The ability to bring on guests and things yep. is going to help add new ideas, things that we've never even considered. Yeah. Start bringing in some new perspectives, some new me like methods of running a game that maybe yeah. we want to steal or borrow from. And I feel like early on that was part of the conversation of what Dice Populi was going to be before right. Dicey Waters Balloon. And that was a lot of what energized Ryan. But as the campaign got like bigger and more intricate, the room we've only ever had one actual guest on dicey waters proper and mm -hmm. that was laura back in episode 12 and so it's like it would be nice to get to a point where we can be re-energized by right. that aspect as well because that was originally going to be part mm -hmm. of our plan for growth without right. it ryan went and made his own successful mini empire and now we have to watch like peasants from the side <laughs> but that is my point <laughs> is like we started off as dice populi Mm -hmm. to have multiple different ideas. Yes. And this is the next logical step to increasing that and furthering that goal. Agreed. We got in a bit of a spat early on because I was like, we need a title that doesn't lock us into this campaign because you guys were all like, Dicey Waters! And I was like, what about after Dicey Waters? And then I'm a big part of why we haven't been after Dicey Waters yet. Right. <laughs> but yes, that was that was the original premise. I keep steering us towards uh, Dicey Water, so I guess I'll just cover the next point, which is the next big fifth Wednesday we want to do. And again, ideally, the campaign will be over by the next 5W. Ideally, but... 
Um, the next fifth Wednesday is going to be at least a w one or two parter, depending on how interested people are in participating. A Q&A with me. We've done this after every arc. We try to sit down with the person that wrote it and ran it and try to figure out, hey, what made this tick? What was interesting? Why'd you do this? Yada, yada. I would like to do that for the entire campaign. Uh, so it might be a multiple session thing. It might span a couple fifth Wednesdays. I'm not really sure. But um, I there is a lot to talk about on my end that I don't talk about. Stuff like music, stuff like how I... I bridge your campaigns together, stuff like how I planned out this final arc and what what changed from my initial plans to now. There was actually, there, like, for instance, there was a joke when you guys revisited Farpoint and you heard about the the voice coming back up. And I, I think I cut it from the episode, but Matt was like, retcon. And I was like, no, yes, but no. Mm -hmm. And the reason is I intentionally wrote it ambiguous years ago. It's like, there is an entity and I'm going to fill in what that is later based on what you guys do. And right. the answer became the dragon, Lee the dragon. So it's it would be fun to to really dive into that. And I think I'd be curious to see how knowing what the campaign has turned into, like, what would you guys have maybe planned differently or or done differently? Or what would you like to revisit? Like Matt and Ryan got a chance to run some more stuff. Like, what else would you guys like to run in Dicey Waters? I don't know if you guys have had any ideas, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to that conversation, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead. Uh, no, I was actually going to expound on, like, what I would like to do in Dicey Waters. But that sounds like something for the next vibe of you so yeah let's keep going i mean it, yeah if you if you have a specific thing that you're jazzed on go ahead and say it now you can tease it because i didn't really get to talk to you or pat about extra ideas for little things to do in the new age but yeah i don't I know mean, Maybe. an idea for like a seven samurai kind of thing where like you guys are in a village and have to like you know defend against an invade uh an invading horde but like, mm -hmm. all yeah. combat <laughs> my favorite mm, yummy This also leads to another point with Dicey Waters I wanted to cover, which is the new age is very long. In fact, it's too long. And I'm going to change that because when I wrote out the new age, I had a plan for five separate encounters. I will not detail them all, but basically you more or less completed the narrative centric encounters when you spoke to Serafina in chapter 100 and she revealed the truth of the tears and the dragon and all this stuff. And so that to me feels like a turning point from the new age as an adventure into the finale. So I want to rebrand episodes 101 onward as this little final chapter, and I haven't landed on a name yet. And there are two ways, two ways I could do this, and this is where I would like your guys' help. Um, and by your guys, I mean Chatter and Pat. Listeners, we will have decided this by the end of the episode. Um, I was thinking either, because narratively, having this last bit be called the New Age would maybe be maybe make more sense and then rename the previous 30 episodes or keep those as new age and name this as something else as a little finale. So I don't know if you guys, if I you guys say, feel that with me. I would say, yeah, I would say keep those as new age and the uh, mm -hmm. on go, uh, the newer episode, the new episodes should have a different name because to me, the new age makes sense. It's right. Like we, we, we caused a change in time and now we're just exploring like yeah. what, what that in entails. And yeah, now the thing it's, it's because when you came out the into the badlands proper, it wasn't a new timeline in the way that I was intending with the new age, but it was you guys springing off of the, the mm -hmm. timeline split in Narani all and then learning about the, t your, the time powers and learning 
learning about the gods. So I guess that's fair. So knowing that we're dealing with a dragon, I was thinking, I was thinking something for the, to rename this final bit as the fate of the dragons. That's where I started, but I'm not in love with that title. So think about what's happened since Seraphina. You went to Farpoint, you lured in the Mage Lords, you're on your way into a dragon hole, and you know that, uh, I don't want to say any more than has been released, but you guys have an idea of where things are going. So do you have any suggestions yeah. for titles? I mean, I mean, this this is a swashbuckling adventure, so I always thought mm-hmm. last the last voyage works, uh, mm-hmm. or maybe Journey's End. But so, uh, something that I think would be pretty nice is Along the Way. Because, you know, uh, a common theme throughout second. Oh, I just went, aha. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you know, the common theme throughout the entirety of Dicey Waters is friendship. So, you know, yeah. the real treasure with the friends we made, we made along, along the way. The way. Yeah. yeah. Along, along the way, yep. That's not... That's not bad. That thematically does tie into some of the mm-hmm. possible resolutions I have lined out. Pat, the are any thing, as in tickling you? The only thing that I can think of is we're at the point where now the stakes are extremely high, mm-hmm. and mm, I don't know what to say to not really spoil. Well, you can say it. If I think it's bad, I don't mind teasing yeah, you here, can, so I'll you cut can, it if it's bad. Just that a possible outcome of this is literally world ending. Mm-hmm. So we could do something like the 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 that the world's end or something like that mm-hmm. but that's that's a little reminiscent of a pirates of the caribbean oh uh, yeah oh uh, Adelaide 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 Adelaide. Adelaide. oh yeah. yeah true true yeah, true, that's true. true um hmm. i don't that want to end yeah something <laughs> that just like puts the gravitas of the situation yeah. would be interesting yeah i specifically don't want to do journey's end because that was a pretty terrible episode of star trek the next generation and i well, only try to make positive references um it was full of Wesley Crusher being very mopey and a lot of well-intentioned but rather tired Native American stereotypes. Interesting. So, oh, yeah. Not the Trek Association I want, I want mm-hmm. to bake in there. I like Along the Way. World's End to me. Do you guys ever still think about the time that in the same year we got, or like back-to-back we got The World's End and This is the End? Like both uh-huh. comedy yeah. movies right next to each other? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty much weird. You know, confusing, hard to talk yeah. about. So it, it evokes that. I like those ideas, though. I'm wondering if we can refine them at all along the way. The worlds and when I think of those together, it makes me think, oh, this would be too on the nose. This mm, the Just moment saying. in it's in both the books and in the movie in the Return of the King when Sam and Frodo are trekking across Ordruin, the plains of of Gorgoroth, and are like really having a hard time. And they say, "I'm glad you're with me here at the end of all things." And the end of all the things. The end of all things is really good. Is really good. But it is explicitly a Tolkien quote. <laughs> but so is kind of. Hold on. Uh-huh. There and back again. Uh that's mm, yeah. Here's we have littered this with that, tons yeah, with tons of references. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I feel a little we Escape from Farpoint is a very pointed TNG reference though, because Encounter at Farpoint. Mm-hmm is the is the name of that episode and like most of our stuff is very heavily referenced by other things that we've played so that's true that's true chowder how does the end of all things hit you knowing it is directly directly referential 
to an emotional climax of the Lord of the Rings. Honestly, I I do like the I do like that one. It uh, is good. It is good. good. And it plays on yeah. It plays on the theme of friendship being yes key yes. to this. Yeah, like the reference yeah. strengthens the title. Right. And a also. lot of our friendships are starting to be tested at yeah. the end of all things. So That's that's true. I th- that is what scares me most about the ending of this campaign is not resolving the tangible conflicts. It is making sure that each character has an appropriate emotional resolution that doesn't take 8 years. Like Adventure Zone right. Balance, I loved all the little epilogues that they did. And but that was a very long episode that just dwelt on it a lot. So the end of all things, it will put weight on the thing that scares me most. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing. You got to risk it for the biscuit, baby. Got to risk it for the biscuit. But last time I did that was two years ago and we're still playing the biscuit. True. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh. Still playing the biscuit is the episode title for sure. Um I okay. Your points have resonated with me. Henceforth, the episodes chapter one hundred and one onward until the end of Dicey Waters will be called the end of all things. I will make sure that that is updated. I will need to eventually get some art. If there are any leftover Patreon funds, maybe I can try to commission something because I haven't done my own art in a minute. Unless chatter, you're in the art game still and you can crank something out pretty fucking fast. <laughs> But the end of you all things. Ja- yeah, mm-hmm. challenge me to it. I'm, I I feel like I need a kick in the ass. So, yeah. Okay, uh, cool. I, I'll, I'll try I'll, to get I'll some art done. I'll send you something after. Done. So the, the way yeah. that the, uh, the the New Age art looks and looking back on it and how I've grown in my technical skills looks very rudimentary, but it's basically just like a warped version of the Badlands and all the places that we've been to and you can see them all over the place. So maybe something that feels like a sequel to that image. But the end of all things, thank you both for your contribution. Contribution, um, and convincing me to do it because the more I say it the more it feels right you guys are right absolutely it's weird when you have an idea and then you think it's bad and other people have to say no it's, it's good you should do that last real point we wanted to get to and this is probably going to be the biggest point of conversation because we are obviously going to continue doing the podcast but we haven't done a great job of branching out we haven't done a great job of monetization and I've floated a lot of ideas before and we're looking for ways to maybe actually expand Dice Populi beyond the podcast because real play podcasts are wonderful for what they are but they are only a small part of how this community presents and engages so I want to throw out the words live streaming. Now, we have a couple of ideas. We haven't talked about whether these uh, upcoming podcast episodes will be like involve a video version. Maybe we could do some video stuff. I don't know. That would be a whole technical thing to figure out. But gaming is something I've talked about in the Discord a lot. So while we're doing the main podcast, part of allowing people to cycle out would also involve uh, maybe having those people play some games in an interactive way with you guys. And I'm not thinking like, let's just do a random variety streaming channel, but specifically RPGs or things that are related to what we're doing with the podcast, stuff like Baldur's Gate, stuff like Cyberpunk 2077, now that it is complete and functional and good. Things that allow viewers to contribute to it. Make sure that it's like still a participative thing, uh, especially for our friends that uh, listen and view things from other countries where it is very hard to get American and Japanese games at a reasonable price. It could be especially valuable to say, hey, let's go hang out with Pat Willard plays Baldur's Gate or Ryan while he plays cyberpunk. So I've had a lot of ideas about this, but Pat, you latched onto this in particular. And I know Chatter, you you didn't turn your nose at the idea either. So if we move in this direction, because we have not locked anything 
in. What would excite you about this? What do you think you'd want to bring to the table? Let's see. So, uh, I mean, personally, I think I have more of a goofy disposition where trying to sit down and, and make something serious is not my my cup of tea. So being able to do like a live stream and let the game narrative take the reins on setting the tone and me just being able to bounce ideas off of the chat, off of our patrons and have them interact with me be more personable rather than just uh, talking to my friends that I already kind of know what we're doing here. Yeah, you already know what you're getting from us. Right. Yeah, exactly. So being able to do something like that is is more my speed. I think a lot of the reactions that I have to things are funny and are entertaining. <laughs> um, I've played enough games with Pat to know that you should really set a limiter on your volume. Yeah, I, I will set up the FX chain appropriately on my mic, but like I'm easily jump scared. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I rage pretty easily as well. Not like in an, in a really angry way, just in a like, what the fuck just happened kind yeah. of way. So like, I Your think anger sensitivity curve is, is really fucked. Right. Yeah. But it's, but fucked in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing cause it is, it's so delightful yeah. to play with. But them. just like, I've thought about streaming stuff on my own for mm -hmm. a long time and I think it would be fun. And I, I just want to be able to, to try it out. Yep. And I think this would be a good way to do that and help the podcast at the same time. Yeah, I think as someone yeah. that uh, my, I have, a, I have a, a monetized YouTube channel for my Destiny stuff, I've tried to like spin that into streaming and like sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't, but like I haven't really invested in it. And part mm -hmm. of it is I have a hard time going into it without a framework, without a sense of like, why am I doing this? And I really like the idea of saying like, we're playing a specific game with a specific set of people for a specific reason. Like instead of trying to find our brand identity for streaming, we get to go in knowing exactly what we're doing and why because every time we've gotten to do something interacting with listeners and mm -hmm. discord members it's been such a positive delightful experience so that that i think will make it very easy to say like pick up put down right yeah no live live streaming is uh something that would be new to me and you know it uh, like the the way i am like whenever i'm uh, uh given a prospect of trying out something new i actually do i actually do get excited to like you know sink my teeth into it and give it a shot you know so mm -hmm. uh, so like you know my concern really is just that uh well i need a camera for this do i need a camera uh looking at me and if so yeah. how do i make myself look presentable <laughs> so the the main thing that i think about when i when i'm trying to think about it is the technical side because i think anybody here can can find their own way of presenting pat i know you have a pretty clear idea of how you'd like to play but like some consistency because odds mm -hmm. are and pat i don't use twitch enough to know how does how does hosting other channels work on twitch like would it make sense to just have a dedicated dice pop channel or like pat has his own streaming and then a dice pop channel hosts it yeah so you could do that um it definitely does not attract the same audience across both like mm -hmm. usually when someone goes live a whole bunch of people will flock to it but if they're hosting somebody most of those people won't really like mm -hmm. pay attention okay. so i think it's it's possible to do it that way or it's possible to just have us all share a twitch account and we yeah. just alternate through the stream key like yeah i think that, like that uh yeah i think that that probably makes the most sense yeah um, and that way we could keep like the same overlay the same yes. setup and stuff like that and also we could do it in such a way where chowder doesn't need a camera because there are plenty 
plenty of streamers that don't have a camera on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we did want a camera, though, I mean, the benefit, even though, like, I'll say this right now. We do not make enough money from the Patreon to afford camera setups for everyone. Right. And, like, part of the reason, like, I have a, I have, what, like, a Mac Studio. It's like a $2,000 computer I got a couple years ago. And it's fucking juiced. To get a PC with equal power would be pretty expensive. So anybody that mm-hmm. doesn't already have a gaming PC might be hard to get you the specs to run all the right overlays. So I think making sure that we scale it appropriately would be important. But I have been teaching myself motion mm. graphics, so we nice. can come up with the overlays. We can come up with a few animations. Uh, so, and my point with saying that we could do it in such a way that Chatter doesn't need a camera is that mm-hmm. you can come up with an overlay where there's a spot for a camera, mm-hmm. but if that camera is not there, nobody's going to notice it. Yeah, you know? just hide like, the layer. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, so yeah. And that would there, be there are ways around mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and and speaking to those technical limitations, like I know that like some games we've uh, uh, spitballed are like Baldur's Gate Three. Uh, cyberpunk 2077 uh but i was also thinking maybe doing pokemon just uh because like pokemon is popular for like their nuzlocke runs which is kind of like mm-hmm. this hard mode thing where like you, uh, if your pokemon get fainted they're treated as dead uh yeah or like there's a lot of like pokemon rom hacks and like fan games out there that are yeah. that i think would be kind of cool to like show yeah but yeah i think we could also in a similar vein to Baldur's gate where each choice has an impact on the rest of the game, we could do the Telltale type games. Yeah, where Telltale they go just through. put on a new game. Yeah, so, I mean, those are all cool where your choices matter ah, and it's shit. less it's less like there's a skill in the player themselves playing the game and more just like it's a story being told and you're just along for the ride. That's, you know, you did just remind me, some of the folks from Telltale Studios went and made their own studio, and they made a Star Trek game last year that I did not finish, and I feel like if I was going to play something, I feel like it would have to be that. But in terms of how we'd structure it, um, I'd have to, like, dial in the technical side, and that's something Matt and I, every once in a while, we're like, oh, let's figure out how to make this thing work. So I'm wondering, like... I would like it to be something that yeah. anybody can can join one of these and days watch. I but... will like fig- figure out, or <laughs> one of these days I will figure out how to like make like good gra- or a good uh, motion graphics for like yeah. YouTube videos because like yeah, it's something I want to do where it's like, listen, there a lot of people will get their podcasts from YouTube, and it's like, hey, mm-hmm. we could put our stuff on YouTube if we just if. I just got off my ass. It technically but. goes there. Yeah, it technically goes yeah. there automatically, but it's not very but, enticing but it's not very, and stuff like that. So. It's, not present, yeah. it's not very presentable, I feel. I, I feel like so, it can look better. Yeah. Uh, in terms of game streaming, I feel like what I'd want to do is make sure that anybody can be involved in the chat, but that maybe like patrons specifically or Discord yeah. members specifically can contribute to the decisions that are being made. Because That's the I, difficulty I find with streaming on Twitch is mm-hmm. usually you can do things where your Twitch subs have specific specific permissions yeah but i don't know how to tie that into patreon yeah it might be something where we just have to like stream to multiple locations and whatnot yeah. so there are a or couple it's something ways- mm-hmm. that we have to like verbally instruct patrons to go to the discord while we're streaming and and mm-hmm. like say okay we've got this option vote in the discord chat yeah and then we yeah, go based exactly. on that but and that that's that's basically what i want out of that and on the other side i think that if we're going to be doing a, an experimenting with um the the podcast proper i do want to leave us open to the idea of maybe we do try to do some stuff on camera and then push that into a podcast feed i don't know if that means that we just have music laid under 
it and a soundboard. I don't know if that means that we publish the live stream and then I go edit it like the regular podcast and put in sound effects. Like, not really sure yet, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to leave that door open too. I don't want to commit us to it because the whole point of this is to explore what feels best. But I mean, for all the times we've played this, we have never, not once played Dice Populi while seeing each other's faces. For sure. We've never done it. That might be fun yeah. too. Chatter has enough of a delay on Discord that I, I'm I'm scared to think what adding video to that would do. But uh, I, it's, well, it's, you guys it's also do video for our sister podcast. Oh, we did. We just sort of wrapped. We just put a pause on that for a little while. But yeah, we did. It was very rudimentary, though. So I think mm. it, it would be a matter of getting into figuring out what would be the best looking overlays, uh, making sure that everyone's going to the same thing and that guests can join easily. I know it's not True. something everyone does, but we just haven't built out the tools. So live streaming is a big idea we have going forward. Um, and we have a couple of ways that that could manifest, but it also means that there might be another avenue to say, Hey, once a week, you're going to get another bit of dice populi in video form. Then like maybe one week it's Pat, one week it's Ryan, but ideally having like little series that we can then put on YouTube and cause the Twitch VODs won't stick around forever, but try to make more continuous stories. I mean, what if Pat, what if you just role played Locke the whole time? I'm not saying you should, but you could just character design Locke. Yeah, I could just play Baldur's Gate as Locke. Or and then you like guys yeah. have to do, and then maybe one of I could go play Tony Hawk's Underground as Locke. (laughs) Tony Locke's Underground. Excellent. So did you expect a reaction out of that? Like I don't know. I thought there might be, and then when I realized there wasn't, I paused because I'm used to Ryan saying, and listen to that silence. But then Ryan's not here, so it was just silence. So (laughs) congrats, fool. I played myself. The last point that I want to touch on is feedback. I know that we're not always super active in the Discord ourselves for many of the reasons we've mentioned, but if you at us, we we get in there, we respond. We love talking to you guys. It's just always a matter of attention span. So as we're going forward, we're not collecting official poll things or anything, but hit us up on socials, hit us up on Discord. What about the ideas make sense? You know, what kind of games do you want to see us play? Would you like a video version of the podcast? If we Would you play even games, watch us live stream? Would you like- even, like once you see our Facebook Faces in motion, can you stomach the agita that will inevitably crop up? It's, it, these are all big questions, but like, what games would you want to see? We, I, I've floated it in the Discord. A lot of people have said like, yes, this would be fun, but you know, I can't just add on to what I'm doing. So this restructuring will give us the freedom to actually do the things we've been talking about uh, and hopefully do them very well. So just to recap, we're going to be rotating some different systems. Let us know if you want us to do or play certain things. We're going to be rotating cast based on availability. If you want certain people to do certain things or because i know chatter has said many times like call a cthulhu let me yeah grind that shit and st- shove it up my nose like <laughs> if you want if you I, want I to see have, that like let us know i even have a potential name if we ever did call cthulhu kind of stuff d8 would, would nights you, you know like date d- nights but date nights d8, d8. Yeah. oh so like a, 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 a little sexy thing so maybe that's the real question is are we doing miami dice or date nights first that's that's going to be the real the real matchup um also for or uh, Dicey Waters, start thinking of your questions now. Over the next few months, we're going to start collecting those for, in, for another big blowout Q&A um, as we wrap up the campaign. Uh, we're rebranding the last 
10 episodes or so to the end of all things, and we are laying out plans for uh, supplementary content, stuff that could get more people in the Patreon, get more uh, income maybe from other sources, but also have reliable, scalable content that is totally in the vein of what we've been doing. And really, the main goal of having extra money is it'd be nice if I could, like, pay everyone for what they're doing. Technically, I'm the only one getting money, and half of it goes to me seeks. So um, I also had the thought of, like, just getting everybody that wants to edit an Adobe Audition subscription, and then we can all collaborate on stuff. We just make file management so much easier. But that's an extra that... $40 a month. So, yeah. So, but that's I mean, that's the kind of stuff nice. we're, th- we're thinking about. It would be very nice because I have it, but I don't work in it because I have no collaborators. Mm-hmm. So, if any of those ideas are exciting to you, let us know. If any of these are bad ideas, let us know. If you want certain games, certain video games, certain stylistic changes, hit us up. This is where we are. Um, on the front of Entrenched, I am in the process of taking over that from Patrick. A little earlier than I expected, but I had the time, so I did it. So we're getting caught up on Entrenched. In fact, you should have another episode available today if Ryan can get me his last bit of audio. Um, So that, I think, is everything. This went 22 minutes longer than I expected. What? One question, like we were uh, throwing out the idea of like maybe releasing the first uh, how many uh, first few episodes of a trench uh, yes. out publicly. So are we still doing I, that? I, no, I pitched that idea and you guys kind of said you'd rather move into something more novel. And that's what kind of landed us with the approach we just announced. Um, yeah. But if we ever have a point where we're short on episodes or we don't have something, we can always put entrenched in the queue. We did that once before when we needed a break, but that was a long time ago. Um, mm. So, uh, I mean, we certainly have the backlog. And folks, let me tell you, if you haven't caught up on entrenched, the episode that's coming out today left us in shock. It left oh, us man. literally there, screaming at our computer. Uh, so it's it was, oh, man, I was screaming at yes. Ryan. Yes. It's a it's a good time. Entrenched can be a slow burn at times, but Ryan has put so much thought and care into this world that I just love stepping into steel shoes. And uh, anybody that hasn't listened to it, there are 30 plus episodes of extra podcasts you can get right now on our Patreon. It's two bucks a month. And uh, and maybe we'll change, uh, add some value to that going forward with the game stuff. But we're going to see what you guys say first. So Pat and Chatter, I mean, any other parting words? You may not even have to do two bucks a month if you just do the two bucks and then download all the episodes you hey, have yo, all the episodes yes. so we're never gonna get adobe audition for multiple editors thanks chowder <laughs> um but yeah uh chowder and pat thank you for for coming together last minute to help us uh, assemble this um especially after we had to push it um from our entrenched makeup recordings mm-hmm. um but Thank you for your perspective, for your input, and for the excellent title for Dicey Waters. Uh, anything else you guys want to say before we go? Uh, I, I no, like just, doing this I podcast. Would... Yay! Just... <laughs> say it without sounding like someone's holding a gun to your head. No, I really, <laughs> I really, really like doing this podcast. Uh, yeah, no, I for real. Also, I... go ahead. Sorry, go on. Uh, I mean, like, for Pat, real, then it's chowder. just fun. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm done. I'm set my, my piece. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I also really like doing the podcast. Uh, no, but for real, thanks everybody for being with us this whole time. I know that we kind of marketed this as something and then it went off the rails pretty quickly. So yeah, we appreciate story you. of our lives. We yep. appreciate you bearing with our growing pains yep. and us us uh, figuring out where we want to go with this thing. And and listen, if you're if you've had trouble recommending this show to friends because it's been going on so long, think of it this way: we're almost done, and you'll be able to say hey 
There's a hundred some odd episodes. You can binge it or you can ignore it. Easy on-ramp for everyone. So thank you again so much for those of you that have stuck around, that do contribute monthly, that listen and share this with friends. We absolutely want to keep doing this, and this is how we're going to try. Let us know your thoughts, uh, Discord, social media, however you want to get in touch with us. We're not really active on uh, Twitter slash X anymore, uh, but I'm about to spin off and get onto threads. Uh, so, you know, and they're adding all their Fediverse support. So hooray for Mastodon users, too. Woo! I can't thank you so much. Uh, can you? Is ever, isn't that all still closed? Is it open invite now? No, no, it's it's still invite, but yeah, no, I'm saying I have a blue sky. I don't think we, we can oh, get shit. a blue sky. No. Well, hey, again, once the full Fediverse support comes to threads, I can at least pretend I have a blue sky account. Wacha! <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode of Dicey Waters. There should be a new episode of Entrenched out today. And I hope you enjoy all of it, and we will see you in the future, there at the end of all things. Bye-bye now. Ciao. Durr.